quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Where the 8% rule differs from the 4% rule is that it's focused on passive income yield, not on selling anything. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, best ever listeners, to another episode of Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts. In today's episode, we're talking about the 8% rule, how to simplify passive investing. Disclaimers, as always, never financial advice, not telling you or anyone else what to do with your money. Please always seek licensed financial advice and do your proper due diligence when it comes to your own investing. With that top of mind, the 8% rule. This episode is going to be short, sweet, right to the point. Years ago, when I made a transition to being a full-time passive income investor, I was seeking a way to simplify the path to financial independence. I was trying to figure out how I was going to strategize managing a portfolio of investments. So this is where I came up with the 8% rule. It's loosely based on the 4% rule, which is a common strategy that a lot of people use in the stock market. The problem is the stock market is primarily equity focused. It's all about buy low and sell high. So the 4% rule that's been around for decades and decades suggests that when you retire or reach financial independence, whatever you want to call it, you sell off 4% of your total portfolio value each year and you live on that income. So if you were to have a portfolio of stocks worth $2 million and you sold 4% a year, you'd effectively have $80,000 in income for that year, in addition to Social Security or pensions or any other forms of income that you might have. So where the 8% rule differs from the 4% rule is that it's focused on passive income yield, not on selling anything. So if you had a portfolio of passive income investments valued around $2 million and they were averaging about an 8% annualized yield, you would have $160,000 per year in income to live on, but you wouldn't necessarily be counting on any equity upside or appreciation in those investments. But with this said, many of you know I'm a big real estate investor and there is often equity upside in the deals that I invest in. So when equity happens, when a deal sells and there's some capital gains, I use that as the icing on the cake. I use those gains to pay for any tax obligations that I may have at that point or to cover any miscellaneous or unexpected expenses that may have popped up. And whatever gains are left after that, I simply reinvest them. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Are you looking to raise money from private investors to buy commercial real estate? SyndicationAttorneys.com is here to guide you every step of the way. At SyndicationAttorneys.com, they do more so you can do more. They create real estate syndication and fund offering documents, but they also educate you on the ins and outs of raising private money, ensure your offerings comply with securities laws, and help you structure fair deals with investors. 
so everybody wins. With reasonable lump sum fees and over $2.75 billion in securities offerings created, syndicationattorneys.com has the expertise you need. But that's not all. Syndicationattorneys.com also offers weekly attorney-led masterminds, networking, and strategy sessions through their pre-syndication consulting agreements. To learn more, visit syndicationattorneys.com today to get started. This offer is not available to Florida residents. There's a few things I really like about the 8% rule. Number one is I don't have to sell the golden goose. In other words, if I had $2 million in investments, I don't have to sell off against my net worth to generate income. I'm simply living on income that my investments are producing. Number two, I do try to invest in primarily value-add deals that have potential equity upside. And again, if and when that occurs, it's the icing on the cake that helps cover taxes and any other unexpected expenses along the way. Number three, nearly every investment that I make, I try to hold on to it for longer than one year so that any potential gains I have on the back end convert into long-term capital gains, which can be tax favored. And number four, generally speaking, if you are investing in real estate, the passive income yield might be higher than what you could otherwise achieve in fixed income instruments or from stock dividends. Of course, that's not always the case. I'm generalizing, but the deals that I used to do on my own in the single family space that were long-term rentals would usually have double-digit cash flow yield to them. And the deals that I do today, primarily in real estate private placements or syndications, the yield is ticking up year over year as we're able to increase the rents and revenue on the properties. And some fair warnings before I sign off on this short episode. Number one, there's always risk in investing. Nothing is a promise or a guarantee. Passive income can be paused or reduced at any time. And not every deal you invest in is likely going to be a home run or exceed expectations. But with all of that in mind, I've been using the 8% rule for the last eight years through the pandemic through the rising interest rate environment, and it continues to work for me. But please remember to always do proper due diligence for you. Something to think about here for the week. I hope this short episode was helpful to you. You're listening to Passive Investor Tips. I'm Travis Watts. Have a best ever week. Reach out anytime if I can be a resource or mentor for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and Best Ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the Best Ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.